0: AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. is the Matt McNeil Show. Our COVID modeling expert is Dr. Joe Eastman. He joins us from the Northland there. He has worked with the LTER, NASA, also Colorado State University. Are you still part of the University of Texas-Austin COVID modeling team down there?
1: You betcha. I I still consult with them. In fact, I got to give them a talk about two weeks ago, and they they learned a lot, and so did I. So yeah
0: i'm enjoying it maybe we can we, maybe we can have you do a little study on guns down there in texas yeah that's just me though i <laughs> uh, heaven forbid <laughs> all right so dr joe i want to actually oh, uh not a week a week last weekend i was talking to a friend who listens regularly enjoys your segments and said okay is dr joe because they're looking around. We don't seem to have a, a, a massive spikes in the hospital. I saw the story down that the wastewater numbers had dropped dramatically in Minneapolis, St Paul, which is good. Um, you, know, they, they, you know, you don't see a lot of people out there. It is now starting to get spring and people are getting outside and getting, you know, kind of doing the outdoor thing, which is nice. Now it's the allergies are our biggest problem. And they said, you know, is doc they were asking if you, I, if you felt like you were basically just being overly cautious. Now, I, I don't think you are per se, because I think you're not only looking at what happened with COVID, but as you've talked about numerous times, that this is, we're just waiting for the next one of these things to jump from animals to humans and it's going to get worse. But at the same time, I mean, in regards to COVID, where are you at right now? Are you feeling like we can at least take a breath or are we just, we are just fooling ourselves?
1: <laughs> That's a million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a mixed bag right now, but um, I, I, we are, in a way, cooling ourselves right now. Um, what we got going on right now, and uh, I, I urge my re- the listeners to refer to my uh, May 6th newsletter where I pretty much outlined everything. Um, we are at a point right now where we do have so-called immunity built up. And don't get me wrong, it's not really immunity. What it's doing is it's, it's preventing the bad outcomes, the severe cases, because we get enough antibodies inside of us to kind of ward things off, you know. So what's happening is people are getting what we call asymptomatic infections or really mild ones, and they're thinking, oh, this is no big deal. It must not be COVID. There's no reason to test. We've, we've put that. So, um just live with it and keep going on. Well now all of a sudden we're finding out that uh people even with these mild or asymptomatic uh infections, all of a sudden they they show up and I am not feeling too well and, you know, they got the brain fatigue going on and everything. And it's it's turning manifesting as long COVID. So um You know, it it doesn't appear like we're going to have a lot of infections. And I'm working on this right now, in fact, to back out how many asymptomatic and extremely mild cases there are out there. Um, And we're we're knee-deep in the uh, wastewater right now, so to speak. Me and a colleague at the University of Georgia, actually, um, trying to figure this out because what we're doing is we're just, we're letting this thing uh, mutate at an incredible rate, doing nothing about it, and at the same time, people are getting these long COVID uh, infections, uh, symptoms, et cetera, And um, it's it's just going to keep getting worse the further we go. But we're we're rolling dice right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, most of my colleagues are are. Very confident within the next year to two years, we're going to have one of those big Omicron waves again when the, uh, the mutations are such that uh, we can't we can't do anything about it and the symptoms get more severe. So it's kind of where I am right now.
0: Um, M- mutations, though. And, and and as you talk about the vagueness of something like this, because and, and that's one thing I've learned is, you know, trying to predict some of this stuff is next to impossible. Because uh, mutations are mutations, and what can be, uh, uh, whereas a, a virus can mutate into something more lethal, a lot of times it can mutate into something less v- lethal and less contagious. And so it goes, I mean, it, you know, so far, it does feel like, I mean, because you and I have been talking now for a few months, and there have been some v- variants that have kind of piqued your interest. And yet it right. doesn't it doesn't seem and we're not stopping airline flights. Dear Lord, I took an airline flight. I think we were the only ones on there wearing a mask. I mean, no one is masking. <laughs> they're they're taking they're taking airline flights, people are flying around. It just doesn't seem like we're getting that wave where, uh-oh, it's now here from say South uh, South America or South Africa or India or something like that. And we better be careful. It just it it at least it feels like to a point that the the potential is just it's not materializing as it did, you know, 2 years ago, 3 years ago.
1: That's you know in in many ways you're you're correct on that. Uh your your perception isn't uh, real far off, but like I say there it's kind of like a cancer, there's something under the surface that we don't see or feel that's going on right now that uh, we really need to be aware of. And keep a vigilance on, and what you're seeing is something I've talked about for a long time since it, almost since I started this. Um, you know, pandemics are global, but how they evolve is very local. Mm-hmm. And you can think of that the same way in terms of countries when uh, the, all these places around the globe are having different variants are, are popping up and peaking in, in one country, but they're not doing anything in another country. And it has to do with how we've handled the, the vaccinations, the mitigations, um, just a general way of how we've went about it locally throughout our population. And um, there's going to be a time when, uh, like I say, that the next uh, the another mutation is going to come along, and it's it's not going to be this mild thing or something that our past. Uh, uh infections or vaccines or whatever have have dealt with it's going to be really unique you know mm-hmm. the spike spike mutation is a big thing, and but now it's it's moving into the body of the virus and it's it's actually <laughs> i don't want to call it smart because it doesn't have a brain but uh it, it's smart in the sense that it's not killing people. But it's still propagating and infecting people. Mm-hmm. That's what a virus wants to do, and that's what this thing is doing. And um, as long as we have no caution at all and we just run amok, we're just going to keep spreading it and rolling the dice as we go further along. Um, I, I am, you know, I feel better about where we are right now because we do have some time right now to really start thinking about things, but. I'm I'm just worried with all these declarations being declared over that uh, mm-hmm. people are going to go, "Well, oh, why bother with this? We're done with it. and Let's move on." And uh, that's that's one of my big words of caution for people: um, don't don't get too complacent right now. <laughs> well,
0: and if I can, I'm going. Here's where I'm going to back you up. There are people still dying of this. They are every day in this country. There are still people dying of COVID. We still have, as you said, the long COVID. We de- I don't think we've ever even come to grasp with the extension of that problem and how how it's going to not only you know the people that are just sick for a long term, but also as you said last time you were on the air, the now studies that show this is affecting the brain and the long term complications of that. Plus, the fact is 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 that if there's a lesson we have learned here. Which this is the one that I I think that some to a point really bugs me we are not taking advantage of is this we are only one variation of something away from the entire world having to shut down again. And and that if we don't take this seriously, and at least maybe you know, hey, no one, I, you know, no one is suggesting everyone has to wear a mask everywhere. People can't go on out. We have to remote school, and we're not saying that now. But if we don't have the basic framework in place to quickly ramp that stuff back up as fast as possible, if we need to, then we are going to really get a massive wave, and it could end up wiping out a lot of people.
1: You you hit the nail right on the head, thankfully. Um, that's kind of where what we're looking at. We're, in some senses, I don't believe we've learned a lot from this, uh, as much as we should have, and and different protocols and what to do. I mean, it's yeah, you're right. We don't have, a lot of people don't have to be concerned about wearing a mask everywhere, like you say, but um, just common sense. And why not use this time right now to uh, not only avoid further spread of COVID, but also other uh, respiratory airborne viruses are coming along and start refitting all of our schools and uh, public buildings with state-of-the-art, you know, HVAC systems and, mm-hmm. and things like that. They, why not do that right now? It's it's not a lot of money compared to what we spend on a lot of other things. So, well, uh, and I...
0: I- I'll back you up with another one. Why? It would be an absolute crime right now if there's someone at the National Department of Education who isn't working on a much better plan to have to go to remote learning if we have to. Not because, I mean, we are hoping to do so, but because, you know, I mean, I just, because we're getting ready for graduation season. My daughter is getting ready to graduate, uh, Dr. Joe, and I'm, I remember when my son graduated in 2020 and what a mess that was, how they had to quickly on the fly figure out how are we going to even graduate these kids? And and you know and so they better you you gotta have some plans in place for what and I, I would say not only for the government but I think for large businesses as well what does happen in the future if something like this happens again?
1: That's that's exactly right, Matt.
0: Um, by the way, congratulations
1: to your daughter. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I, I remember my graduation. We had a tornado and we all had to evacuate. <laughs> Where were you? What school what school was this? That yeah, was Mayo High School in Rochester.
0: <laughs> oh, you had, yeah. you, so you did your graduation ceremony quickly, 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 graduate, grab your diploma, get down to the basement, quickly, quickly, quickly. It might have been the fastest graduation of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it
1: definitely was. <laughs> it never shook anybody's hand or anything, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: look, let, let, let's uh, let's look at. You know, are there any variants right now worldwide that are, you uh, know, we got to keep an eye on this one right now. Um,
1: you know, the I thought the XB dot uh, one dot one six and dot one. We're gonna take off more than they did, but uh, again, we are showing some of the resilience, but also the mutations within the buggers is such that, like I say, it's not manifesting as severe symptoms and cases and and such. Um, Outside of that, there's a couple, uh, there's a new one that I I, what is it? Uh, FD dot two that uh, there's a little bit of concern about. Um, although I don't see anything in the United States, I haven't checked the new variant numbers that came out today. So I, I do have to do that. I apologize for not doing that. Um, but you know, there there's getting to be so many. Um, I put, I put a graph in my my newsletter today that shows you the past mutations and what has. Went on in the last year or so, half year, and it is absolutely incredible the density that is uh, is mutated right now. And um, again, uh, there's there's probably some out there that are looming on the horizon. And uh, I just I just want to give people a word of caution. And uh, you know, let's uh, thankfully we can be outdoors and enjoy mm-hmm. this weather. I mean, it's absolutely god's country up here right now thankfully Mm -hmm. and um you know let's enjoy but let's also concentrate on what we got to do and not just for this but for future Mm -hmm. um pandemics or you know respiratory airborne viruses and things that are going around because we're having trouble with antibiotics right now and things like that there's there's all kinds of problems out there but um you know we'll Use this time wisely. We we didn't before, you know, when we had a lull after Delta. Well, and I thought if I
0: if I could say this, I mean, it's and we talked a little bit about. And it sounds like the uh, the uh, the the state government is going to actually do something about chronic wasting disease. And it it it's always blown my mind that there wasn't more universal. Okay, this was we're threatening the entire hunting season. By not dealing with chronic wasting disease. But, I mean, a lot right. of people said it's like this is – got to keep an eye on chronic wasting disease because that is one that could – it's now started – I think they said it's actually started to jump to other animals. And, you know, yeah. as you sort of said, it's there are a lot of diseases out there that are just one or two steps away from coming into humans, and it's going to be a brand new – just exactly like COVID, it's going to be a brand new thing where we, we have to start from scratch. Like, what are we dealing with here?
1: It, exactly right i mean um, we, we we can't we can't repeat what we just did that's for sure we, yeah. we've got a big enough mess already mm-hmm. you know that's good that's going on but um it, it, the problem is you know when all of a sudden politics got so injected into public health um it has created an absolute catastrophe in my opinion and i i know my local county health uh uh representative agrees with me 100%. She says, I, I can't believe some of the stuff I've went through in the last couple of years, and death threats, to the family, everything. It's just why people don't understand we're all in this together to work together. Oh, uh, boy, it's so frustrating. Well, <laughs> and, it, and
0: it comes down to you had a president in Trump who basically would use anything to ba- to 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 use anything to turn him into a hero and if all he had to do was basically convince people that there really wasn't uh, i'm against I mean I, I there there isn't really a covid and and that's the thing which was really crazy is that just you know the way that he was able to to vilify the response to a pandemic for his own personal gain, and the fact that that there's so many people still years later, even though we're not magnetic, we don't have lizard blood, we're not <laughs> dying in masses because of vaccines, none of that came true, yet they are still clinging on to it with as tightly as they can because they just don't want to admit, wow, maybe I just followed a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a very good way to put it. And, and, and that's what they're doing. I mean, uh, we still got people arguing over masks and, and vaccination safety and, and going after them and, and spreading more lies and everything. And it, it's just so counterproductive to our, you know, our whole community health. It, it, I, we we have to stop this at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, look at what uh, DeSantis is doing in Florida, the medical freedom
0: medical act or whatever he's calling it. Well, and, oh, we, my God. and we should remind everyone in Florida, particularly when Trump when we finally started getting vaccines, where did all the vaccines go? To Republican areas only. And that was their first thing. They got their vaccines and so you know, all these people are hypocrites because they basically make sure the Republicans get theirs while well. the rest of us don't, as they call us a bunch of losers for thinking they need them. Um is it ice out on your lake <laughs> up there? Do you do you have ice out?
1: We are, ice Ice free. It is just absolutely gorgeous right now. My yard looks like midsummer already. We, you know, we didn't have spring until about about a week ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just at the arboretum today, and I was always I was amazed. We went from dirt to gorgeous flowers in about three weeks. You know, it really is quick. Uh, amazing how quickly it changes. Are you doing any fishing for fishing opener tomorrow?
1: Uh, I, I I let the uh, what I call the idiot squad to do that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, the time when I had somebody cast into my boat when
0: I was out wow. here for
1: openers, I said, okay, I think I'll, uh, I'll let them fish. And I'll, I'll enjoy my time of watching
0: them. <laughs> I'll go on Monday. Uh, I'll, I'll go on Monday, uh, Doctor Joe. As always, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what. You're, you're, you're. I'll have you back in a few weeks. We'll keep up to date on this because, like I said, the, the this is this is the kind of thing that's important. We need to have you coming in here, especially if things started going downhill quickly. We, you know, you're a great source of information. So, I'll we'll have you back in a few weeks. Okay, my friend.
1: All right. Thank you, my friend. All right. You have a good weekend and enjoy this, this Minnesota weather right
0: now. <laughs> it's, it, it, we're into the, finally into the nice part of spring. Dr. Joe Eastman, kind enough to join us right now. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. We'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.